1: Log Talk Radio. The Change Book Radio Show, Global Insight and Inspiration for Life and Business, a book series in the world titled The Change, and I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnalutie, transformational leader and coach, international best-selling author, and founder of High Power Success Academy and StacyC.com. The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hey friends, welcome to the Changebook Radio Show on Wake Up Wednesday, I'm calling it that because today especially we have this amazing woman on the show today and she's just going to wake us all up because there are some rules to life and she knows how to win with um, something that we all, you know, we all have access to these rules but she just has really uh, made it her life's mission to teach people how to walk in love so I am so excited to have Marilee on the show today, welcome
0: Marilee Sweeney. Oh, Stacey, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and to have this conversation with you and everyone. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Marilee, um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you, and then we'll get right into the juicy stuff. Marilee is the author of a new book called The Game, Winning by Virtue One Move at a Time. And she's the host of The Lee Show, where she has impromptu conversations on relevant relationship topics that bring her back to her passion, which is truly teaching people um, how to love and how to win at this game Called Life. So you'll find Mary Lee's latest work titled The Problem with Women, which is a springboard to her new men's series um, that she's going to be putting out. I'm so excited about all the work that you're doing. But this um, chapter, The Problem with Women, is in the Change Book 16. So um, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but anyways, you can connect with Marilee and her work at the Marilee Show on both Facebook and Instagram. So tell us, how did you get into all of this work? What, what started all of this?
0: Ah, uh, what started all? this? Uh, my kids. Quite honestly, Aww. it was my kids. You know, I. Yeah, I. You know, and I didn't say you're a mother old of old. four. Yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> uh so yeah it was my children I would get on my soap stand and I would have so much to teach them and share and you know and my kids would be so good like trying to soak it all up but then after a while I'd be like mom mom the bucket is overflowing I can't take anymore and (laughs) I realized (laughs) at that point I really needed to redirect you know or, or teach them indirectly So I redirected my focus to an audience, and I created the show, which happened to be a nickname that a friend of mine, Richard Farr, gave me um, when we were in school together. And it just Uh, kind of clicked. It just went with me. And so I started teaching the audience in hopes that my children would absorb what I was sharing. (laughs) Mm. And I made them a part of the show. Uh, Back in the day when I first started, we would sit around my dining room table and I would give them, you know, a topic to tell me what their perspective is, you know, the thoughts, whatever. So everybody, my kids, friends, neighbors, strangers, the solar people, it didn't matter who it was, people would come <laughs> to my table. <laughs> and oh. he drink, be merry. And I would give them the topic and I would, you know, let it roll. And I wouldn't interfere at all. So I would just film the conversation. Oh. And then later on I would edit all of it and I would come in and tell the audience, on my show what the topic was and listen to what they have to say and then come in at the end and give a whole new perspective. So, you know, like one of the shows was called um, uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Speak No Evil. I said, what does that mean to you? Mm. So when everybody, you know, it was a great topic. and everybody's just, I mean, if we would talk or they would talk till the wee hours of the morning. I had so much to edit. <laughs> wow. But at the end, yeah, I would come back and give you a new perspective on see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. What does that mean? How do you apply it to your life? And um, so, you know, that's where it all began. That's amazing. You know, I um,
1: have three kids as well. You have three boys and one girl, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and one and granddaughter. single... And my granddaughter, oh, that's awesome. You know, I remember we have such a passion for our kids, right? We just want to, we just want to oh. equip them with everything we can to to yes. help them succeed in life. And especially the love stuff, you know. I remember getting to that point as well where I was getting a little preachy, you know. And I realized, like I, you know, we teach what we know, but we reproduce who we are. And so our own journey in life becomes. So, so very important. So I love that you kind of that's right. <laughs> redirected. I began to write books, you know, at this point in my life, and you began to have conversations with, with um, strangers <laughs> mm-hmm. Online, yeah. you know, or inviting people to the house that's so powerful. What a beautiful mm-hmm. work that is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And these things, and just they just need to be talked about so good. Um, right. so the problem with women, you know, I remember when I met Marilee one night in San Diego and, um, I said, what is your chapter title? She said, the problem with women. And I just about died. I'm like, Oh my God, like what an amazing title. Of course we want to know what the problem with women is and the problem with men and the problem with every, you know, one thing, what's the right. one thing. <laughs> and so I begin to mm-hmm. guess, you know, <laughs> you're, <ugly. laughs> you're like, Oh, you're close. You're close. So, um, Let's talk, I read your chapter, and it's just so good. It just oh, it drew me right in. It's such a, a story about how women get to the place of such radical independence and, um, and, yes. and so far from our nature, you know. But anyways, go ahead and exactly. share a
0: little bit about, um, you know, that, that work and how that all came about. You know, when I wrote that chapter, it was so natural for me. I, I, it just rolled off. It just was straight from my heart. And I didn't plan it, overthink it. It was literally channeled from spirit. And um, it starts out telling the audience what a woman is, what her essence is, Mm -hmm. and how she is the beauty of the world. You know, when you see a hummingbird, you feel a beautiful breeze. You know, you you take a shower. I mean, how medicinal is water, you know? Mm -hmm. Everything that is beautiful and lovely in the world is what she's made up of. But unfortunately, she's a victim from her surroundings. So depending on, you know, the nurturing she gets from those around her, like anybody and people, you know, male. what about men? Women too. Yes, we're getting there. We're talking about a woman right now. (laughs) (laughs) People have a tendency to do that. But what about them? Right. (laughs) What about me? (laughs) Um, So... Uh, In that, I'm describing what actually happens through a story form of this woman when she's born. She's she's loved. She even in the womb, you know, she's being infiltrated. The love that her mother is giving her, the the voices around her, she's she's taking all that into herself. It's a spiritual thing. And then when she's born into the world, she's nothing but love. She's she's Mm -hmm. flowers and daisies and you know, dresses and giggles and just beauty. And her nature is to love, to give, to care for, and to be beautiful, to be a sight for sore eyes, a comfort zone. But because she's disrespected and completely disrespected and not understood, she has to grow into something that she's not. She has to grow. Like You know, I make the analogy that, Women are the flowers of the world, and men represent the trees. Men are strength. And they are the protectors, and women are the beauty, the smiles. You know, It's what they live for. Mm. But when a woman has to grow into that strength and be the equal of a man, now no one's happy. Nobody's getting along because she's not able to be her beautiful self because all she wants to do is find that tree, that she can find comfort, security, and be able to be exactly who she is in her own beauty without being threatened. And men don't understand that, so they don't take their place as the tree. So one of the things, you know, like, so I was telling you, the book is a springboard for my men's series, right? My men's empowerment series. And um, one of the things, you know, I, I explain in this is how a man is immediately dismissed from any opportunity or relationship. He doesn't have any self-awareness. So I'm going to give you the self-awareness. I'm going to tell you what happens when you immediately get dismissed
1: because I have a lot
0: of men who come to me and say, I, I've been single forever and I just, I don't know. I can't connect with a woman and I'm afraid. And, and if I even get close, I, Somehow or another, I just blow it, they lose interest. And it's like they don't have the self-awareness. Mm. So then there's the friend zone. What immediately puts you into a friend zone? Why aren't you a prospect? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so good. They don't understand. What puts them in a friend zone immediately? And then there's the prospect. Oh, Hello. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Right? I like what I see. Yeah. Right. And so there's a vibration there. So Mm -hmm. now you're a prospect. So there's two ways you can go at this moment. It's very dangerous, and it depends on what you do. Because (laughs) you can go from a prospect (laughs) to relationship material, or you can fall back into the friend zone. Or, worse off, you're dismissed. (laughs) Just like Monopoly,
1: right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I want to start back at the beginning. Because you said that the the series is a men's empowerment series. That's what you said. And that, I mean, how often do you hear that in the world? It's always about women's empowerment. And really the truth is that our power is in our feminine energy, in our ability Mm -hmm. to declare and decree and and stand up and have that confidence to know that the man is going to rise up and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. take action in the pursuit Mm -hmm. of her love. It's Mm -hmm. so beautiful when it's done right. And I just, Mm-hmm. love that how do men get back into that confidence into that strength mm-hmm. into that ability right. to go out and know that they have what it takes to capture to to get right uh their mm-hmm. heart's desire which is that love
0: to to captivate the you heart know what, of a woman
1: so what, cool that's right
0: you know what's so ironic about it is that women complain about men these are all the things that are wrong with men right <laughs> but who's raising our men Exactly, women—they're right. mothers. Yeah, but why are their mothers just raising them? Because the fathers don't know how to be men.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, and the women don't know how to be women. So when a woman doesn't know where her power is, when her—you know—when she has lost all feminine power, um, she ends up stepping into that place where really a man should be, and this poor, the poor sons, right? They grow up without it. Well, now, you were
0: a single mom. Is this true? I am a single mom. Yep, ah. um, I haven't always been. I haven't always been a single mom. Yeah, you know, I was married uh-huh. for twenty years, but you know, I am now. Um, so, but how yeah, have you tendency. Um.
1: Well, how have I conquered this? That's a very good I question. Don't know. Con- conquered is kind of a weird word, but at what point were your sons without? Well, their, you know, it um, all. It
0: it all comes down to self awareness. Yeah. So. Who I was when I had my first child at, um, I think I was 28. Who I was then is not who I am today. Right. So, you know what I mean? As we have our children, we're doing the best we can with what we know at the time. But you Mm -hmm. don't realize you're planting seeds, you're shaping their personality, you're doing everything in those first seven years of who they are. And then after that, you know, life takes over. There's circumstances that are going to affect your children that may or may not have anything to do with you. So you have to know as a parent how to balance all of that to, you know, um, to help your child grow through all of it and survive it, be Mm -hmm. survivors and keep their, um, their character intact. And that's one of the things that I've really focused on their whole life and all I've cared about is who they are. In character. Mm-hmm. So it's like it doesn't matter to me. Your education doesn't matter to me. I'm, you know, it's like our school system. Don't even get me started about what they teach. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not your grades. You're not your credit report. You're not your money. You're not your car. You're not your house. I want to know who you are on the inside. And so I have worked on building my children's character. But in mm-hmm. doing that, I had to build my own yeah, I had to, I can't just focus on them. I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, "Okay, who are you? What good are you? You know, it's they're gonna do what I do, not what I say." Yeah. And so I really had to turn my focus away from my children and totally focus on me to show them, throughout every adversity, it doesn't matter what it is, and I've been through a little bit. Yeah. My children have seen me rise and and continue against all odds as an only child, as a single mother, um, you know, four children, going through loss. You know, I lost my mother, what, 16 years ago this year? No, I'm sorry, 18 years ago. Mm. And still having to go through all of it alone. But my faith was there. And that's right. what I wanted to instill in my children. Because if you don't have your faith, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It doesn't matter. If on the outside, you know, in the world, if people look at you and you have the car and the money and the suit and whatever, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, you know, you got it all together. No, you don't. Right. Money doesn't cover the character, hmm. it doesn't. And those who know you will know better. It's like, okay, yeah, you have money, you have fame, you have a name. You might have, to, you know, Documents on the wall, whatever your certificates are, but who are you inside? And that's what people are struggling with, and that's what our men are struggling with. Yeah, their identity. Mm -hmm. So So that's really like to our kids.
1: That's our focus with our kids is helping them. I remember when I um I I was a home you know I homeschooled my kids for one of them all the way through high school, but the other ones uh, till junior high. But I remember that point where I realized my job here is a shepherd's heart to help my kids find themselves and not get lost in this crazy world or to think that they are their grades or their um, achievements or whatever. And that is is our work as parents is to help them find themselves and, and discover their great work
0: in the world. So how old are your kids now? Um, my oldest is twenty six i have twenty six mm-hmm. twenty four twenty two and my daughter's eighteen.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: yeah, she's about ready to graduate high school and um she's applying to colleges right now or waiting to see what her options are <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and um yeah, and you know the one thing I can say about my kids is like when they tell me about their day, who they're dealing with, what's going on, I look at them and I'm just so proud of them because it's about who they are, yeah. and they're so young. You know, people think that they have to push their kid out at 18 years old. You know, oh, you're an adult now, and I don't have to provide for you, and, you know, you don't need me, whatever. My job is done. That's so wrong. Mm. At 18, 20, 22, they're in their infancy of adulthood. Right. They don't have a clue what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's so scary. And, you know, you can yeah, and you can throw them out there and say, "Hey, sink or swim." They're yeah. going to swim, but they're they're not going to have any time for for self discovery. Yeah. They're not going to have time to to reflect and say, "Who do I want to be?" They're yeah. just going to have to struggle to keep their head above water. Go get mm-hmm. a job, and you know, find a place to live and and get into the system. Yeah, and, and that's it's one so... thing I didn't want my kids to worry about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's um. It's such a sad report. Oh, when I hear that. Like, what would cause um, – what is it that, that results in that, you know, that you just want your kids out of the house? And, and oh. you know, all of the turmoil and the torment and the conflict, it's such like a lack of, of knowledge, a lack of, of – um, inside, a lack of uh, love, you know, a desire to really well, know a your of kids and yourself, a lack of
0: awareness. You're right.
1: So It's just a the awareness.
0: The awareness is um, who they are as a parent. They don't, they, they never, when I say they, we typically, when we're raised, we don't have the option, ability, and we're not taught to self-reflect and to find out who we are. So we have no idea who we are, how we behave, how we treat other people, why our results are what they are. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, you have a child, that's part of the system. It's like you've grown up, you've gone to school, get married, have a child, you know, get your house, to pay your taxes. It's just part of the system. Mm-hmm. You don't realize that you're creating love. And you it's your job, your responsibility to keep that entity, that being, that essence, pureness of love. Yeah. No one thinks like that. They, they, what it's ownership. It's I have. I brought something into the world that will love me forever because I brought you here. I'm your parent, and that sense of entitlement uh, will ruin the child, and yeah. the relationship. So to yeah. So to your point, in the beginning, when you have that child, you love that baby, smells so good, and the giggles and everything's so sweet and darling, and this and that. But as the child starts to grow and has a mouth of their own, an opinion of their own, and they start to behave in ways that you don't like, you have to self-reflect going, what have I done? Mm -hmm. We don't take responsibility for how we're dealing with it. And the child starts to get older, and then you're thinking, I don't like the way you act at all. But it's a reflection. Right. Now, it's not to say that, you know, each individual child doesn't have their own personality and, you know, they're going to be their own way. And I'm not saying that. Some some children just can't explain. But for the most part, there's a common thread. And you have to look at yourself as a parent and go, what did I do? Yeah. You know what I mean? What did I do? Right. And have empathy for the child. And really, sorrow. It's like, I'm so sorry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what I did. And hope that the child at some point knows that you love them enough to give them space to figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, don't pressure them anymore and call them names, belittle them, degrade them, you know, and threaten them by, you know, when you as a parent were the cause of all this disgruntled and unhappiness and insecurity, yes. the backlash. Mm, yeah. So working
1: with do you work with parents or um mostly adults or you you know what? Let me just say first of all that Mary Lee is available for mentorship and stuff on social media. She puts herself out there in such a real way with people and it's and, and her audience is growing and growing and demanding more and more of her. So she's putting together mm. a men's series right now, men's empowerment, like we mentioned before, um, based on this whole problem with women chapter in the change book and and the game um, book that she's Mm -hmm. um, putting together as well. But I love that, that your audience is demanding more from you, but you have so much um, to give, you know, not only men and women, but, but uh, men and women as parents as well. Do you have any kind of, like prompts or like, I like to call them journal prompts, you know, little questions that we can um, ask ourselves and and reflect on that would help open up the ability to gain understanding of one another and, and receive and, you know, give and, and receive more love and forgiveness in our life that, you know, to step into this awareness, how do you encourage people to begin this journey of awareness with their kids or with their themselves really is what it is. But. Well, All of it gets okay, so kind of revealed in the parent-child
0: yeah. relationship. Go ahead. Right. And that's, I mean, that's a great, great question. It kind of runs the gamut, though. <laughs> yeah. So it depends where you are, you know, where you're at in your life. You know, if you're a parent, you know, what question do I ask as a parent? What If I'm a single and I'm looking for that relationship, what do I ask myself as a single person? What do I want? So it's kind of the same question, just redirected. So when mm-hmm. I'm single and I'm looking for that special someone, the question is, what kind of a relationship is ideal to me? I ask that to, you know, the people that come to me when they're struggling, I say, write down the ideal relationship. And typically their response after all that will be a description of this person. Mm. And it's like, no, I didn't ask (laughs) you about a description of a person. I asked you about a relationship and they, it's I mean, like, huh, I didn't, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about this person who's, you know, really good looking and fun to go out with and da, 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 da. And, I mean, and they have no clue, no perception of answering that question correctly. And that's so the good. beginning. Yeah. So then with the parents, same thing. You know, you have to fast forward and understand that this child you just brought into the world is an adult in its infancy form. So Mm -hmm. as an adult, when you look at this man or this woman, what do you want to see? If you want them to be um, respectable, respectful, do you want them to have integrity, you want them to have grace and understanding, all the things that you can name as an adult, how you would like to see your child, you need to look at that child and say, what do I have to do or be? To instill that in in them Because they're Mm -hmm. a reflection of me Yeah I have to learn how to have grace I have to catch myself when I am not Keeping my word Mm -hmm. I have to know did I just lie
1: Am -hmm. I talking
0: about people I have to have that Self-awareness because that child Is a sponge and they See everything Yeah Yeah Yeah. It's a real eye-opener so good. So that's We you need to really. Hm. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry.
1: I love that. You know, that is so common like for people to write down what they want to have in their um partner, you know, like they write down right. the perfect <laughs> and when people right. say, well, are you being that, you know, so of course we have to, you know, ask ourselves, well, I have to first be that before I can attract that. But, but beyond that, you know, the vision beyond that really is, we're looking for something um, in a relationship but we don't even know what that is. There's no way we can, mm-hmm. um, you know, step into it or be it or whatever experience it. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. I, I think of conditioning, you know, versus creating, like we are here as creative Um, beings, you know, we're creating beauty and and, um, cultivating love on this earth or not, you know, and so the conditioning will Mm -hmm. come, and so like your chapter um, in the Change the Problem with Women, she starts out by saying, dear reader, you know, and you begin to describe a woman's very nature, and I I, I love that, or essence, Um, but, you know, the ways that women get conditioned, and men as well, but your chapter is specifically on women and how we get conditioned. Um, in certain ways and yep. become kind of a victim to our, you know, upbringing. And that's just a sad state when we have the power within us to create something more more beautiful just by being intentional and aware and taking responsibility for our own actions in this life. So that is
0: right. the beginning. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, the story uh, in the book, it's talking about how this little girl, right, is victimized, how her perceptions are shaped by mm-hmm. her mother and women before and then the daughter later on, right? Mm-hmm. And what's missing in there is the self-awareness again because yeah. a child is victim. She is victim to her surroundings, how other people treat her, what they say about her, their own actions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's what's shaping her mind. Mm-hmm. So as she grows to be an adult, now she's able to have a child. She procreates she's still going to instill in her child her own beliefs because oh, nice. of what she experienced in the past. Instead mm-hmm. of having that ability to question and to observe and then sit there and have the awareness that this is all that happened to me, well, what, what, what if it were different? Yeah. You know, what if the men were different? What can I be different right now so that the people around me will treat me differently? Mm-hmm. Instead of falling victim and then just telling, you know, her daughter, this is all they want. Yeah. Just she, she, yeah. She just keeps perpetuating where it, you know, where she came from, and then it's in, the seed is planted in her daughter, and then she's going to see exactly and experience exactly what her mom was talking about, and then it just goes on and on, and we're a mess. Yeah. It's is a mess. And this is why the men's empowerment series is so uh, powerful because when a man can see a different perspective and have his own self-awareness, and now all of a sudden he has a standard and he's not just a skirt chaser per se, you know. A lot yeah. of men will say, well, I'm not a skirt chaser. You know, it's like don't get defensive. That's not, I'm not accusing you of that. I'm, what I'm saying is that there are certain behaviors that when a man has conviction. This is who I'm going to be. A woman has no choice but to change because mm-hmm. he won't bend. This mm-hmm. is my standard of who I'm going to be. I'm, it's not mm-hmm. my standard about who you're going to be. That's never right. it. So don't misunderstand. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Totally,
1: yeah. totally.
0: Yeah, There's my a,
1: own standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a... Um, a verse in the Bible in Isaiah and it says that when the enemy comes in like a flood the the righteous you know raise up a standard we yeah. lift up the standard, and, and that is, you know, I I teach that to my own kids as well, that that's our defense, you know, that ability to know who we are and to raise up a standard that says this is who I am and this is what I'll tolerate mm-hmm. in my life or not tolerate in my life, To to have a very clear understanding of what you're saying yes to, you know. So that you don't Mm -hmm. get wishy-washy and you're not in limbo and you're not confused about who you are and what you're here to do and Mm -hmm. when you should have empathy and compassion, when you should, you know, raise the bar. It's like there's so much confusion and so many boundaries are crossed these days because people are living in a bit of a fog. You know, I think we're in a very Mm -hmm. weird time, Um, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, Standards are standards, and, and masculine energy has never changed, and feminine energy has never changed. There there are some things that just are eternal in nature, and that's really what you bring to the table, is this is, this is a man, and this is a woman, and when we get back into our rightful places, we're both mm-hmm. very powerful, and we, we can right. help each other and not compete. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. You know, one so of the terminologies or terms that people just go, oh, "What is to submit?" Mm-hmm. To have a woman submit mm-hmm. to a man—it's mm-hmm. what she really wants to do. But because the definition of that word is has become so ugly,
1: mm-hmm. and and
0: um, especially with the woman's empowerment, and it's like I'll never submit to a man. What are you talking about? I can do it myself. I don't even need him. <laughs> it's <laughs> totally. It's like, no. A, a, yeah. a true woman will always want to submit to a man, but there are there's criteria he has to meet in order to get her to do that. And once yeah. a man has the awareness of who he needs to be, finding a woman is not going to be a problem,
1: right, because right. they will
0: be they will naturally gravitate toward him. Yeah. Now, now it becomes about character, because mm-hmm. now you have let's say a flock of women coming to you, right? But <laughs> you have to have the discernment, <laughs> you know, and your standard of who you're going to be in character because yeah, you don't want to be that guy that's just like, yeah, okay, you're all dessert. I'm gonna have a bite of all of you, but I'm I'm looking for my meal. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and hurting women in your past because then you're just part of the problem. Mhm. You have to cool. have a standard. Yeah. Mhm. Beautiful. And you know, I've you know, because I, I hear so many stories, you know, people tell me what's going on with whoever. It's, to me, it's like kind of the same, kind of the same. And, you know, I, redir- I redirect on how you can be the difference. And all of a sudden, it becomes clear as day like, oh, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. So, this whole idea that, you know, women just want money and men just want sex. And that's just how it is. Yeah. So women doll themselves up and try to be the most attractive they can be to get the man with the most money. So men think the more money I have, the better woman I can afford. <laughs> and then they get the relationship, and they're both empty. Like, well, this isn't working, <laughs> it's, and it's yeah. not there. That's exactly. It's so superficial because of the premise yeah. that you you found each other on. Yeah, you know that yeah. money shouldn't have anything to do with it. No, and. um and we should learn how to recognize what love is. And the only way to recognize what love is, is to recognize what it isn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. You know, submission without discernment is dangerous, you know. And so I think oh. of discernment as kind of that alignment Um between the soul and the spirit, you know, and that's kind of what you're worked We're talking to Lee Sweeney from the Marilee um, show <laughs> today about relationships and how to really get into alignment with the truth of who we are as men and women. And when your soul and spirit are fully aligned, you're so very powerful and attractive um, and, and really truly in a place of, of order, you know, uh, an order mm-hmm. that, that just, serves all of mankind we need men and women to be in their place so that families can be in their place and communities can do what they're here to do and society um just mm-hmm. can be lifted mm-hmm. up it's mm-hmm. it's just a powerful work it really is i yeah. love what you're doing
0: yeah thank you so, you know um on my show yesterday i had a friend of mine Stephen Ralph. um we call him tank we were talking about uh <laughs> actually, he was talking about, um, you know, sitcoms and how they always make the dad like the weaker figure and, you know, she runs the household and he's just like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am type thing. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> it, it's really hard to pinpoint the difference in something that is represents the same. For example, in that sitcom, a man should understand when he needs to say no. But there's, it really, like, pick your battles and just let her have it. Let her have it. Not a big deal, not a big deal if she's running, but because you love her, you honor her. Mm -hmm. But in turn, you have to have had a major stance in character so that she knows if my husband is against something for whatever reason, there's a reason. Mm -hmm. There's an absolute reason. It's not because of his ego. It's not because he's trying to control. It's not because he's just trying to stop me for no good reason, or he's jealous or insecure. It's none of that. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, for the greater good of the family, my husband is saying no, and I need to stop what I'm doing and consider. Mm-hmm. All right, and and submit. Just go with it, mm-hmm. and have that honor and respect for each other. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. women. Yeah, but see, women, what happens is we step into a man's shoes and we start nagging. We start nagging for all the things that they need to do. And if they don't do it, then we step in and we do it because we're capable and we want it done now. This is so true. And what makes it, he becomes more lazy and more lazy and she loses respect for him. Mm -hmm. And the relationship is over. Yeah, Yeah. it's, It's over. Yeah. because it's so hard to gain that respect back.
1: Mhm. Mm. Totally. Respect is earned. Yeah.
0: We got um I'm still married. We have we have
1: 24 April 1st is our anniversary. 24 years oh. April 1st. But my husband um very nice. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Um Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um that wasn't my point but my point was he engraved on our wedding ring our, our engagement rings um he engraved on the inside a scripture that says submit one to another out of reverence mm-hmm. for god and i mm-hmm. i thought that was, that was so wise of him because at the time you know 24 years ago and i had been divorced before and so of course submission is can be a nasty word, you know, that could be really a touchy subject. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to ensure me that it was about respecting one another. It was about considering mm-hmm. one another. And he didn't expect me to um, submit it, it, from a, an ignorant place of blindness or whatever. You know, it, my voice is very important, as it should be in, in every relationship. But um, it's been um, a beautiful relationship. And two days ago, he we got into a little uh, – we had some conflict – about something and you know yesterday he drove up to LA he was in the car for a couple hours and he came home last night and he goes you know I was thinking about what what happened and he went on to to tell me about kind of the solution that he came to but the the impressive part I remember I remember thinking to myself how sweet that he was just really thinking about us and it was funny Mm -hmm. because I thought like why is that such a big deal but in the midst of all that he's doing in his life to know that he was just thinking about our relationship in ways that um, we could connect on a deeper level. Like that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that that mm-hmm. is what we, we all really want a deeper connection with one another. We really, really do. And there's things that mm-hmm. we can do every single day to to connect instead of disconnect. We really do commit to a lot of disconnect in our lives when we refuse to um, to seek the awareness, to take responsibility for the role that we play in one another's life and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Relationships are big, right? That is wheel. beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. It's wonderful that he's really? contemplating how to make it better, and that's why you're yeah. here today, right? It's but so um, cool. you know, just for clarity, though, you know, the idea of submission—there's no way you can bring two people together and expect one to submit to the other, just like that, because we have right. an understanding. It yeah. doesn't work like that. That man has to. Uh, Prove in character and indeed to her that her heart is safe, her yeah. livelihood is safe, her mind is safe, her body is safe, everything about her. He adores her. Yeah. And when she feels completely loved and can trust him, she will naturally submit to him. Yeah. yeah. But he has to stand straight be tall in who he is and absolute and cause her no harm or disrespect. And she, all her walls will come down and she will submit. And yeah. it's not because she decided to, but it's because she bloomed.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That ground is cultivated that mm-hmm. place is safe we really do need to feel safe so the man, kind of the protector the provider that kind mm-hmm. of a, a place of of providing that safe space and um, as a woman we want to respect the man we, we deeply desire you know to Absolutely. look at him and, and have the utmost respect and and honor for who he is and we can't do that unless he's in his place of of true integrity and character and strength mm-hmm. and it's
0: beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. You're right. So this is important but, yeah. work, boy.
0: <laughs> yeah. You think? It is.
1: So cute. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, you I are living in. Me on. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so awesome. Um, you're welcome. You are doing your work from <laughs> Southern California, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, hmm Yeah, yeah. Yep. And oh, tell us when
1: your show is. Merrily's show
0: is uh, live pretty much, uh, right, Sunday? Yep, yep. Sometimes I do an impromptu show, but um, it's live on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock. And um, I do it on my personal page now. I found out a little trick to Facebook. It took me a while, but um, the trick really is for anybody who doesn't know is do it on your personal page, share it to your business page, and you're good to go because can't go the other way around. Ah. And um, yeah, that's that's the that's the key. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. So, uh, but we have it. We have a great time, um, and it's all impromptu. So I never know, like what I'm going to talk about. Uh, if mm-hmm. I have a guest on, they are not giving a heads up to any topic. It's just you we're live. Let's go. And so the awesome. viewer is getting a real live, you know, whatever if there's some sort of disagreement or a heated conversation, whatever it is, that's what they're going to get. Awesome. And Awesome. Yeah, and there's always a lesson in there. So, but you can go to TheMerrileeShow.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It's the best way to connect. Uh, you can send me an email. Uh, my, all of you know, my subscribers will be getting first notice of the book and the books that are out now. You get the newsletter. The newsletter is is nothing but um, love and spirituality and giving you a different perspective on life to help mm-hmm. you get out of this matrix. Yeah, help you and, get out of what? Uh, the matrix. Oh, <laughs> the matrix. Has, yeah, it's Amen. a dark cloud over everybody, and and it's really stopping us from being able to let go and love each other completely. Mm. that's the whole point of it to divide and conquer right Right. yeah we will not
1: let it happen
0: no Mm -hmm. love always wins yes love always wins so Mm -hmm. whatever whatever the question love is the answer amen Mm ah
1: so good (laughs) well thank you so much for being on the show today this is Amazing, amazing. And listeners, make sure that you reach out to the Lee Show on Facebook and Instagram and com, and and sign up for that newsletter and stay connected. And don't let us uh, fall under that cloud. You know, we we really are here to rise up and and to learn how to do Mm -hmm. the things um, that cause us to rule and reign and to win in this life. And that is love. Absolutely love always wins, it triumphs, it never fails, so so good, and I just want to tell um, those of you who do have a message to share if you want to be heard, if you want to get your voice out into the world or you're ready to submit a chapter to the Change um, book series, it's the fastest growing personal development series in the world, and we're still adding books to it, and it's just Oh, it's such a blessing connecting with every, you know, all these amazing experts mm-hmm. all over the world. So reach out to me, Stacy S C A C E Y at StaceyC.com to um to get your voice out there and for coaching programs. I've got a new program called The Profit Zone: How to Move Out of Comfort and Into Profit and to Do Your Life's Work. Just like Marilee is, love it, love it, love it. Right on. Such a life <laughs> Anyways, thanks for being with us today, and don't forget to be the change you're hoping to see in the world. Bye, Marilee.
0: That's right. Bye, Stacy. Thanks so Love much, you, Have girl. Have
1: a great day, girl. You Love too. Mm, bye bye.
0: With Lucky Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.